Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 12 of the Nagoya Basho Sumo. Yep, Sumo. We've been <laughs> playing a bit of music tonight. We've yeah. had a rehearsal, but we've uh, shown up afterwards. That's to... why all I could really say there was Sumo. Yes. I'm a, like we're, <laughs> it's late. It's late, yeah. It's but... late, but it's never too late to... Number one, watch the sumo, and number two, do a podcast about it. Never too late. Uh, and I'll tell you what lifted me up and gave me a spring in my step. Oh, yeah. Were these bouts today. Yeah, they were really, really Another good. ripper day of sumo. Now, I haven't had a chance to look at the weather mm-hmm. in Nagoya today, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to assume it was very hot. Hot, hot and wet. Hot, very hot. <laughs> uh, now, we have a special presentation from Ben Marshman. Sorry. Dr. Ben Marshman, mm-hmm. it's taken me a little bit of time Marshman to get that son. right. Marshman son. Uh, who brings us a, a report today, not from the sumo, but from an, an, another very significant sumo location. Over to you, Ben. Hi, Sumo Manichi fans. It's Ben here with the special extra episode. Um, so this morning I was up bright and early. Um, at 7.25, I presented myself at the Musashigawa Bayer's Nagoya training facility, which I had found by accident about two days ago, wandering through um, the shopping district. Um, and I thought I'd try my luck. I'd sent an email asking if I could attend morning uh, Keiko, uh, and I'd been approved to do so for this morning. Um, so I fronted up this morning with my uh, gift bag uh, to present to the Oyakata as a thank you. Uh, Musashimaru arrived about five minutes early, and I was a bit awestruck. I gave him a deep bow. He came through. I waited for the manager, who was the doorman, to be set up and ready. And I went and introduced myself as best I could in Japanese. Uh, He looked me up and down and basically gave me the, no, son, you're not coming in. Uh, Even though I had my goodie bag, uh, sometimes these things go off the rails. I apologised, didn't make a fuss, stood on the outside, and just watched from outside the fence. About 30 seconds later, Masashimaru looks around, summons the manager. He runs over very quickly. Sashimaru has a word in his ear. Manager runs out, comes over to me, asks if I'm Marshman's son. I say yes, and he then ushers me in, very apologetic, sits me in the front row. I've got no idea what's just played out, but we'll get to that later. I watched the full session of Keiko. It was really impressive to see training up close, how focused the Rikshi are. It's a very young stable. Most of the guys are 23 or under and in the lower divisions. So as they... Um, practice this morning. A lot of them did lighter work if they were fighting today and excused themselves throughout the session. At the end of the session, which I took some video of and have got a bunch of photos, Musashimaro turned around. There was only six of us there inside the compound watching training. Despite being a very imposing man and very gruff during the session, he became instantly animated and very engaging with those who were there. Uh, He explained to me in English that uh, my email had gone to his wife in Tokyo. She'd sent him a text asking if I could go and he still had kept the text message and he said he'd been watching out for Marshman uh, as a Westerner. Uh, And when he saw me on the outside, he'd uh, summoned the manager and uh, asked that I be let in. Look, it was a great uh, two or three minute conversation with him. We talked about whether I was going today, which days I'd attended, how I'd enjoyed Nagoya. He uh, recommended that if I was in Tokyo in the future that I send an email back to the Bay and come and watch training at their main Tokyo base. 
Uh, so I was a little bit awestruck. I've got some photos with him uh, up close and personal. I'll post those online as well. But being able to tick off two more things in the bucket list today, very happy leaving Nagoya tonight, uh, or Osaka tonight, but uh, ticked off one, morning Keiko, and two, having more than a 10-second conversation with Adai Yokozuna. This has been signing out from Nagoya for the last time. Ben, thank you so much for these wonderful reports over the last, well, after five or six days. And I thought the only true way to honour you was to do what you do, is to pop a little song on in the background. And this was the one I thought. What do you think? I love it. We have had the time of our life with your reports, Ben. Oh, yeah. Gee, that is a uh, what a great deep song there, isn't oh, it? I love that song. Uh, what a beautiful story. That was absolutely fantastic. Like so interesting to hear. Uh, we, yeah, we had heard that uh, he'd made contact with the stable with the Hayer, but uh, just didn't know all of that. That was such an interesting experience. Well, it's something we have to do next time. It's something yeah. we haven't done before. Although when we were in Osaka. Mm-hmm. In March, where were we on our way to? Oh, to an onsen. Yeah, beautiful onsen. And we, in in an outer suburb of Tokyo, we just happened, oh, sorry, an outer suburb of Osaka, mm. and we just happened across uh, Tokitsukaze. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded so weird when Ben said, you know, I was just walking yeah. around, I was just doing some shopping, and then I happened across this haya. And But it happened to us as well. You suddenly see the banners, and they're very distinctive. Oh, the, are they ever? The yellow and the pink and the colours and um, you sort of recognise what it is and you're like, there it is. We couldn't get in though. We waited outside for ages. We didn't send any emails. And no, we probably should have. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it definitely helped that uh, Sashi Maru uh, spoke. Yeah, spoke um, English. English. That was a, a great boon. Um, so absolute treat having Ben giving those reports. It felt like I was there. Thank yeah. you so much, Ben. You're a legend, Ben. Thank you. Uh, and if anyone else is going to the sumo next time, get in contact with us and, and we'll uh, talk you through doing some reports as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's move on to the sumo. Uh, sure. Well, so much action. Oshoma was up as oh, yeah. the Jurio visitor first, up against Daishoho and Oshoma handed Daishoho his makakoshi. <laughs> always, bit, always a bit rude when it's the Jurio visitor. I know, a little bit hard to watch. So that's Daishoho on uh, four and eight, or Shoma six and six. Ryuden come, came up against uh, Nishiki Fuji today and he got his kachakoshi. Ryuden, hard work for him. Uh, he withstood some strong thrusts from Nishiki Fuji but was able to drive him out and back. An Oshidashi win for Ryuden. And, well, a good result for him. His last two uh, Basho have been 5 and 10 at Magashira 10 and then 2 and 13 mm. from Magashira 2. Found a little bit extra. So this is really great. I mean, he's still got three days left. Maybe he can go double digits. Yeah. Or are we getting ahead of ourselves? Probably that. Look, Kotoeko Hokuseho. Yep. This was a very, very interesting bout. Kotoeko... Came out of the touchy eye, he went in close. Now, where were you at this point? Uh, I thought he had, um, I thought he'd gone too close and that he was letting Hokuseho onto his belt too easily. Uh, he had moved around to the side, though. So there was a 
tiny little hope in my mind that maybe that lateral movement would do something for him. Well, it did. That lateral movement alongside some thrusting attacks that created a little bit of space kept Koro Echo in this for the first part, but then we saw the hand, the hand of judgment go yeah. on the Kotoeko belt. But Kotoeko here, he stayed slippery. He backed off, gave space, and he established his own belt hold. Now, this caused Hokuseiho to chase just a little bit, but it, he had mm. to chase Kotoeko towards the bales. Here, he used that momentum to swing uh, Hokuseiho down. This was an amazing win from Kotoeko. It was so cool. And it was that thing that we've seen a few people do against Hokuseiho. I mean, we've seen the Nodoa work really well mm. and the off-balance thing. But the other thing that works is if you don't give him any respite and if you keep worrying him from the side and, and the hand on the belt really, really helps at this time. Kotoeko didn't give up. He didn't stop moving. And, you know, he's a powerful little nugget. And he got in the right position I, I for the win. I so, think you're so right. That's the common factor between these Hokusei Hall wins. A ricochet who we focus on because he's so good. Like, yeah. let's not yeah. beat around I know. The bush. We looked at his record before oh. tonight and, you know, all kachikoshi for as far as the eye can see. But if we contrast this with the Basho before and the Basho before that, they were long and slow. Protracted bouts. Protracted bouts. But it feels like everyone who he's mm. coming up against knows not to let it sit still or stay static because that's when Hokusei Hall will just wear you down. But Kotoeko, ooh, yeah, he's uh, six and six now. Hokusei Hall's five and seven. He's on the road to Kachikoshi. Now, his last seven days, he is two and five. Mm. I think this is going to be very, very hard work for him to pick up his Kachikoshi here. I think so. We'll see in the next few days. Kotoshoho came up against Oho. They were both coming into today on four and seven on the road this. to Kachikoshi. Someone <laughs> will get their Makikoshi today. There was a big clash at the Tachiai. Oho tried to pull down Kotoshoho and then he tried to pull him down again. And the second one succeeded. He was very lucky not to step out himself uh, while Kotoshoho went down. A little bit of balancing yeah. act then. I thought it might have been close, but uh, it was the Makakoshi for Kotoshoho. It, it was a little bit uh, unfortunate here because I thought Oho's sumo was a little bit weak. Retreating, pulling. Uh, I thought he was very lucky to get away with that. But that's his second successful day on the road to Kachikoshi. He's five and seven now. Kotoshoho, as you said, Makakoshi, four and eight. Meisei and Shodai. Meisei coming into this bout on four and seven, trying to stave off that losing record. Meisei's touchy eye. Mm. I feel like I say this every day, but it was sublime today. And he was up all in Shodai's business, straight out of the touchy eye. But Shodai, he was good. He took the charge and flipped Meisei around to the Tawara. Looked really strong here. I thought this was the end. Uh, decisive and, yeah, powerful from Short Eye. Well, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I just needed to take a moment to enjoy those words said about Short Eye. Yeah, I know, but I'm so worried about what comes next. <laughs> well, I'm so you depressed be. about what comes next. Because Maysay fought his way off the bales and they locked up briefly here before Maysay completely disabled destabilized Shorto with a Sotogake leg sweep. Yeah, I say I was depressed, but this was a super cool oh. move and I love a Maysay win. Well, I tell you, I mean, you know, this lockup didn't even last a second. Maysay was so quick to initiate this move here. Shorto would not have seen it coming at all. I feel like Hoshori is running clinics on the Sotogake, yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, if you can get yeah. any 
backwards movement if you can push them and just get that leg around. It's such a great uh, move. Everyone should know about it. Here, I'll show you how to do it. And, yeah. and today, Mace pulled off a beautiful one. You could use it as an example. Oh, you move. absolutely could there. So both of those Rikishi now on five and seven. Uro came up against Mitakuyumi. Uh, Mitakuyumi not going so well. So, you know, he might not necessarily. <laughs> <Huge> <laughs> understatement. He's two and nine coming into this bout. Want to talk about <laughs> this bout. But I do because it was a really, really good bout from both of them. Mitakuyumi pushed Ura straight back on the bales. But Ura a couple of times put up this defense where he stretches his leg out. He's so He's down so low in a lunge. Yeah. It's one of his kind of trademark he, moves. Yeah, and I thought just the mix of Ura versus a, a, a pusher like uh, Mitakumi, it resulted in such beautiful sumo and beautiful defensive sumo from Ura today. Yeah, and then quick movement. So no matter what position he's in, if he's down in that lunge, it seems like he can spring up in the blink of an eye, which he did today, move around the doyo. He's, he, he's, he really, uh, Ura today, made Mitakumi chase him around. Yes. <laughs> sideways, sideways, sideways. Yeah. And chasing me did all the way until the edge where Ura ducked out of the way a little bit and pulled Mitakumi through with his arm. We haven't seen a good Totari for a no, while. No, you're right. We haven't. And I mean, this was best appreciated uh, slow motion replay. And I think, you know, sometimes I think sumo moves are so good that we should be thinking about wine pairings. Yeah. And I think probably... Thinking about the the delicacy of uh, this particular Totari, I'd probably think a crisp white oh, would yes. go well with this move. What do you reckon? A Pinot Grigio. I don't mind that. Yeah, just do, a, not too much fruit. No, a bit of a dry finish, you think? Mm. Mm. A little bit of yeah. been in the fridge for a while. <laughs> I think I'd be taking it out of the fridge oh, okay. and uh, maybe 20 minutes before I'd serve letting it Letting it warm up a yeah, little. Yeah, letting it warm up a little bit. So not too crisp. No. But I think that's the perfect wine pairing for this move. Mm. Very well done. We'll Beautiful have to think stuff. about some others. Well, we, we I thought there might be a mono -e. It was so close. Well, I couldn't believe there wasn't a mono -e. I think this was beautiful, decisive Shimpan work yep. and Georgi work here. Yep. The replay showed it was close, but the, the call was right. Mitakumi, 2 and 10. Yeesh. Oh. 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 And Ura, six and six. Well, a very, very big bout up next. The lone leader at this point, Nishikigi, up against uh, Makuchi debutante Shonanumi, who is also doing very well. It was a lethargic touchy eye from was, Nishikigi, wasn't it? Was it was so slow. They were both quite slow. And once they hit, they were slow to move again after that. It was like you're watching in slow motion. That's so true. I, I think Shonanumi... Shonanumi's Tachiyo was slow, but Nishikigi's slowness made Shonanumi look faster than he actually was. Uh, from here, though, Shonanumi found a strong left-hand belt grip. Here we saw Nishikigi try to do the makakai, try to get the arms inside. We've seen this work for Nishikigi time and time again over this basho. Shonanumi just wouldn't let him in here. No, he clamped the left hand <laughs> didn't he? against the elbow against his body. And yeah. Nishikigi just trying to stuff that arm in. And he pushed and pushed and pushed, but there was no space for it. It he, was clever by Shonanumi. He was very persistent. And I think this was his undoing. Yes, be because that's all he was concentrating on, right? Exactly. And he went over and over. And this gave Shonanumi a very big opening and... A beautiful throw down for Shonan Noumi to hand Nishikigi only his second loss of the basho. Yes, and hand himself 
a nice kachikoshi well, present. This is, this will be a memorable kachikoshi, I, I think, for Sean Nanumi on debut, fighting the current leader, fighting Maegashira One. This is great for him and his family. <laughs> I think so. And after getting that black eye, uh, you know, to get get a poke in the eye, but then you also get a kachikoshi. It's a good basho, and it goes <laughs> if he. If he can get a couple more, you know, his scores will be super impressive. His last few Jurio scores were 12-3, 9-6, and then to bust out of Jurio, 11-4. He's no stranger to the double digits and on eight wins now with three days to go. Oof. I mean, he will, he will be fighting high is my suspicion. Yeah, I think so. Nishikigi, those two losses now. I mean, I was so upset with the first one. Everyone was absolutely yeah. worlds rocked by the first loss. And what are we going to do after the second? We'll see. Asaniyama, he's back today. Back from injury, back from the left bicep injury. Can, can we just quickly take a moment to talk about the taping here? Oh, yeah. did, did you get a good look at it? Uh, I had a... Well, I think I did. What's well, your impression of it? So, so it was hard to see because as we, as the camera angle is, it was on the other yes, side. Yes, it was. Yep. So we we did get to see some close up of the taping uh, as he walked out. I think this is a different approach to taping. Um, I call it it's the band aid taping, which is Asaniyama points at what hurts, <laughs> and they just put tape over that. So there was no support. Or structural taping. Yeah, so it was here, but also here, but also here, but also here. here. And they're just like keeping on layering it up. Exactly. Mm. So I wondered whether this was the right approach. I would have gone um, shoulder to wrist. Full tape. Full um, full sleeve. Yeah. Tape sleeve. sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Full robot arm. But no one asked me. And then he whacks someone with it. I mean, (laughs) I guess with 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 (laughs) with the knee, it's very clear what you might be trying to do with the tape, you know, prop a bit of floating (laughs) knee up or a bit of like... Yeah, keep the kneecap in place. Yeah, that's right. With the shoulder, same thing. Keep the shoulder up. Keep it on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The bicep, I guess maybe you're trying to keep the muscle in position. I don't... Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not medically trained. There's nothing really above or below. It was all just kind of over. Exactly. It's where he was pointing. (laughs) Well, he had three days off. Today he comes up against Tobizaru. Tobizaru slapped the right hand on the belt straight away. Sometimes he just loves a bit of belt action. And <laughs> I, I can't work out if it was the best thing to do against Asaniyama. I, I have a suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> Asaniyama didn't look like he was at full force. He wasn't far off it, but it did take him a little bit to be able to push Tobizaru back. He couldn't get him all the way to the bales, but he was able to stay body to body with him. And when Tobizaru started the assault back at him, he could swing around. Yeah. And I thought it looked like he crushed Tobizaru down, but actually the Kimarite was given uh, nugget. Yeah, I was surprised at this Kimarite. It certainly looked like a frontal crush down. Good to have Asaniyama back, yep. firstly. Five and four. Five and four and three days off. So this is effectively five, seven. He's on the road mm. to Kachikoshi in a sense. The injury road. The injury road. They've made it a bit shorter, but. Well, it's still, no, I think it's the same. They've made it longer. <laughs> I think he's got his own lane, but it's certainly <laughs> yeah. the same length. Uh, spirited sumo from Tobizaru, but uh, he'll go into Friday on six and six. Let's move into Sanyaku. We had Kodnawaka. 
up against Endo. And I've got to say, it's a beautiful thing to see Endo at Maegashira 16 fighting uh, Komasubi. Yeah, this is more where you would expect him to be and more where we've seen him fight over the years. Yes. But again, you saw Endo go for the front of the belt. Not once, not twice. Actually, I think it was twice. <laughs> uh, and we saw Kodnawaka defend and he defended easily before he lent in and just a perfect Sukuinage beltless arm throw to dispatch Endo. I, I sometimes think that when Endo gets a little bit, what's the right word? Uh, like locked on Yeah, he gets thing, a bit locked on that. A bit locked focused. on that. I think his sumo up to this point has looked free-flowing and a little bit more improvised. I feel like there's just this insistence on the front belt grip and that 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 can be his undoing. And I think he's had his, his success this Basho by not being so insistent on that. Yeah. As soon yeah. as your opponent is looking out for the one thing that you're always going to be doing, I yep. guess, it makes it easier to combat. And someone like Kotonowaka uh, can really take advantage of that. And he did today. It was the second Skuinage beltless arm throw in a row. What a treat. Wanted a piece of that. And that's Kotonowaka's Kachikoshi. So that means that he will at least remain at Komasubi, depending on what happens um, for the rest of the days and at the Sekiwake rank. Uh, Endo already had his kochikoshi, so he moves to uh, eight and four. Hakuoho stepped up onto the doyo next. The uh, Makuchi debutante right down the bottom, and now he's right up the top fighting the uh, Komatsubi. I mean, this is completely wild. Maegashira 17. We've had a Maegashira 16. Now we have a Maegashira 17 fighting up in Sanyaku. Sumo's in such a good place. It's really, really good. There was some funny business, though. Sure was. They were they were kind of eyeing each other off. They were both down and looked ready to go. First of all, there was a Hakuoho Mata. Now, we've seen him on occasion doing a Mata, so yep. that was fine. You always see it. Yep. It happens. Um, then they go back down again. And this time, Arby looked to me to be ready to go. He had one hand down. Hakuoho was ready. He started and Arby just refused to go, just kind of moved out of the way. I think you said it best. Like, Arby should have lost here. Like, this bout was on. I wondered whether Arby wasn't playing absolute funny buggers there. Did you see the glare that Hakuoho gave Arby yeah, after Yeah, he this? went right up into his Yeah, he's his like, face. dude, this yeah. was happening. Yeah. I thought I that was a really close call. Oh, uh, I think I think the Georgie was very generous there to pull that one up. So then <laughs> that, that's two mutter that you would assign to Hakuoho going. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Then they go back down again and then Arby, Arby pops up <laughs> and Hakuoho's just like, mate, yeah. you want to, like I'm Magashira 17 and I'm 19 years old, but you want to play that shit with me, I'll give it straight back to you. I, I think this just showed me the importance that both Rikishi were putting on the touchy eye yep. and knowing that it would probably be one in the first few seconds. Yep. I mean, Hakuoho's first bout against Sanyaku in his debut yeah. Makuchi tournament yep. and Abi coming into this on seven losses at Komasubi. I mean, it's a really, really hype bout. So I can see why they're both a little about it. So that's three, <laughs> Martina. That's the... the uh, Adjective the for technical it. Term. Yeah. <laughs> Hakuoho, he was trying to thrust Abi down, actually. He pulled a couple of times, circling around. There are a lot of slapdown attempt, attempts from both of them. 
But it was Arby who eventually grabbed Hakuoho's head and pulled him down and was successful, but stepped out first. So an actual loss for Arby didn't work his way around the yeah. dojo properly. Hakuoho went down. It was a win for him, but he fell so awkwardly. He fell right on his left taped shoulder that today was taped again and just lay on his back and couldn't get up for a while. And it was obvious that something had gone wrong. Yes, he was, well, he was very, very slow to get up off the doyo. He was lying flat on his back and I think he couldn't, he couldn't even spin himself Mm. uh, upright and he had to kind of go off the doyo to get back up on it. A really worrying sign. I mean, there's an interesting cut here. They yeah. they cut to ex Hakuho. Yeah, staring his, uh, down the Hanamichi yeah. in his white shirt, just eyeballing the the thousand action. yard stare. I yeah. mean, he was wearing a mask, so it was just hard to get a full read on the face. But I, I mean, on one hand, this is very significant. This is Hakuho, his prodigy, knocking off his first son Yaku. But on the other hand. Uh, you've got a, a possible reaggravation of this shoulder injury. This is very concerning. It really is. And it, there was that awful thing where it looks like the arm is just hanging. hanging. Yeah. And there's a, a drop of the shoulder. I mean, I think I'm reading a lot no, into no, I, it. I, but I, I he, think, I he think wasn't right. moving it. His arm was hanging. He looked in so much pain. I don't know how it's been feeling day to day, but this certainly looked like a re-aggravation of that injury. Mm. So, Arby, what it means for him, he's gone makakoshi at Komasubi. So, no more Komasubi for you, Arby. Be moving down into the top Maegashira ranks. Hakuoho, that takes him to nine and three. I do wonder whether now might be the time Yeah, I, I to think let yourself it, off. Yeah. I think you're right. Yep, give, I give think yourself right. a few extra days to uh, recover. Nine wins is an absolute stellar debut. You've beaten a Komasubi. I think it's time to let the shoulder rest. I wonder. All right. Maegashira Tamawashi up against Daesho, the Sekiwake, one of the three. Out of the Tachiai, Daesho charged forward, but Tamawashi, it, this just looks so easy. He took a, just a little bit of a step back and right and flicked Daesho down. What happened here? I don't know. When you see a victory like this, you're like, why doesn't this happen every day? Yeah. It looked so easy to beat a charger like Daesho by just letting him come and then stepping aside. Yeah. And, and in no way was this a hanker or a meet no, move. No, he, no. he met the charge of Daesho, but just, oh, it was just cleanly just stepped out of the way. And, and you're right. I mean... This is, you know, sometimes Daesho can look absolutely unstoppable with this style. I, I don't think it was the cleanest touchy eye for Daesho. I did think he looked a little bit out of control, head down, yeah. coming out. Because Tamawashi was still totally in control of his movements. Yeah. He hadn't been pushed away. He hadn't been put on an angle. He was able to fully control the rest of his bout. He's so experienced. He knows exactly where he is, or he did in this instance at least, on the dojo. He knew that he had the space. He knew where to move. It was a perfect execution of the yeah, win there was, by Tamawashi. Takes him to seven and five. Uh, Daesho has stalled out for the moment. Uh, with his Kachikoshi, he's eight and four. Sekiwake Hoshoryu was the next Sekiwake to fight. And at nine and two, he's meeting his nine and two opponent, Hokuto Fuji, at Magashira Nine Hype. Yeah, beautiful piece of programming here. 
Very and cool. and Hokkafuji's never beaten Hoshoryu. Yeah. In five meetings. Yeah, how many meetings were there? I think it was five. Yeah. Yeah. Hokkafuji, all the confidence in the world, at least today. Unflinching, shove after shove, push after push, perfect positioning of the thrusts on Hoshori's chest. Didn't give Hoshori any time to react and was able to work him out. There was no time for the leg. There was no time to dance aside. Hokutafuji so strong. There's a there's an inner calmness to Hokutafuji. Yeah, what's, what's happening? I don't know. I feel like over the last, I don't know how many basho, we've seen him go out there, flail around a bit. That sumo is gone. There's just this sense of inner peace in the way he expresses himself through sumo was not intimidated by Hoshoryu at all today. Yeah, yeah. And you could see Hoshoryu in this bout trying everything. Yeah. yeah. To, just to get some footing, just to slow it down a bit. But Hokutafuji's in beautiful touch and I don't know, it's making me feel things inside. Yeah. It's really lovely. I mean, he turned 31 the other day. Yeah. Is it the next? He's moved into that next stage of life. He has. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be an adult now. I'm going to start winning. <laughs> <laughs> have some success. Yep. Uh, he moves to uh, 10 and 2. So that takes him equal with Nishikigi, who we spoke about losing earlier. Hoshoryu is 9 and 3. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a big bout in terms of the Yusho race. Our final bout of today, Wakamoto Haru, our Sekiwake, your Sekiwake, up against Kirishima, our Wazeki. Uh, Kirishima, he just completely dominated Wakamoto Haru out of the touchy eye. And, and this is Kirishima's style, right? He's so, so quick and he knows how to disrupt. He just did not give Wakamoto Haru an inch to work in. If you're in Australia, that's a centimetre. <laughs> Uh, a sumo <laughs> centimetre to work with. Uh, so Wakamoto Haru had no chance to get a belt grip. Kirishima, he just went raw. He went Morizashi just under the arms and just powered Wakamoto Haru out. Yeah, when you get on Wakamoto Haru's belt, you know, usually he can do something about it. Yeah. He might get on as well. But with the Morizashi, you know, it wasn't what he wanted, uh, his grip, and so, yeah, he was just able to be taken back quickly. So that's two losses in a row for him right now. Uh, is it? Look that up. Uh, no, he beat Hokutafuji yesterday. No, I'm thinking of the Onosho loss. That oh, really yeah, stuck okay. in well, my head on day two, that's on memorable. day ten. Because that, you know, possibly shouldn't have happened and was a real shock. And then, yeah, then beat Hokutafuji and then... So another, another Sekiwake, as you said, stalling out a little bit. Uh, Wakamoto Haru on eight and four. Kirishima, six wins, four losses, two days off, which gives him six and six. Gosh. I think he's going to do it. He may well this, do it, you know. It's a, a heroic effort from Kirishima. And do you know who he's doing it at the expense of? The Sekiwake, which is cool. Yeah. Because the- they're in their own, they're <laughs> locked in their own battle to try and achieve, to try and get those 33 wins. And he's denied Wakamoto Haru today. It's, it's, it's cool. A, I mean, it's a rough time for the Sekiwake at the moment. Yeah. All three lost today. Yep. Not the day for them. Not the day for them. Take us through the leaderboard because it's starting to look very, very interesting. Well, it's starting to get real, isn't it? Like it's all very well yes. to go, hey, Nishikiki might uh, get a show. Uh, 
But when you're on day 11 and the leaderboard is 10 wins, Nishikigi and Hokuto Fuji, you got to start to admit that one of these guys in this top four perhaps is is going to be the winner. On nine wins, we have Hoshoryu and Hakuoho. Will Hakuoho front up tomorrow? Now that I remember that he's in this top bracket of four, I don't see how he could deny himself that. Oh, and also that Hakuoho wouldn't want him to come in. And, like imagine the fairy tale. <laughs> Which yeah, I haven't even engaged wow. a single second in thinking no, about. I haven't thought about that. Of a you show in your debut, Makuchi. I mean, well, let, let me well, layer some day thirteen on top of this discussion, please. Uh, who was I talking about? I was just looking at it. Where are my eyes going? Nishikigi takes on Hakuho. 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 <laughs> yep. No, it's Hakuho's going to step in and fight Nishikiki because he thinks he can beat him. No, so it's Nishikiki Hakuho. So this is a very, very important bout in terms of the Yisho race. That that must be early. Like, where's that in the programming? Uh, It is the fourth last. Fourth last, okay. Bout. So an M1 fighting a Magashira 17. So they've put some Komasubi, some um, Sanyaku down below that, have they? Ah. well, I oh, think no, everyone's, no, everyone's fighting, fighting everyone. each other. So mm-hmm. Kodnawaka takes on Abi, Wakamoto Haru takes on Daisho, and uh-huh. Hoshoryu takes on Kirishima. Uh-huh, of course, of that Hoshoryu Kirishima bout at the end of the day. Oh boy. Yes. Well, this is his third uh, uh, Sekiwaka that he's fighting because he's just beaten Daisho. He's just beaten Wakamoto Haru. Oh, I think he's. Can he do the trio? Well, can he bust some maybe, dreams? Maybe. Now, Hogana Fuji is up against Endo. And I'm a bit offended by this because this is the sixth bout of the day. Oh. I mean, this bout deserves to be up at the end of the day. Yeah. Where would you prefer it if you were Hokuto Fuji? What type of person is it? Would he rather all the um, support and the crowd going wild at the end, you know, they've drunk a little bit more. Yeah. They're a bit more hype. Do you want that? Or well, is he the kind of guy who's, who'd just like to hop up for the sixth bout of the day? Do his business. Oh, I think that. Get a win. I wonder if it's that too. I think that. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that's a big bout. Uh, they have met 22 times, these two. Goodness. And the record is 11-11. Oh. So I, I think this is a good bit of programming early on just to wake the uh, Nagoya crowd up and say, hey, Sumo's here. Yeah, Sumo's Let's get involved. Line. Yeah, I know. It's Coming good. to play. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. Today we'll be here to bring you all the action from day 14 tomorrow. It's going to be late night Friday, Sumo. Yes. It may be quite late. Quite late and we might be quite tired and emotional. Yes. We might cry a bit, <laughs> but we'll bring you all the Sumo action uh, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.